Canto Five, Chapter Seven. The activities of King Bharata. Sri Shuka said, "When Bharata, who was a most exalted devotee according to the order of his father, decided to rule the earth, he, assuming that supreme command, married the daughter of Vishwarupa, Panchajani. The way." Identifying oneself with matter leads to the five sense objects. Bharata likewise arrived at the five sons he begot in her, and who were just like him: Sumati, Rashtrabrita, Sudarshana, Avarana, and Dumaraketu. From the beginning of the rule of Bharata, this part of the world, that was called Ajanaba, is celebrated as Bharata Varsha. He who was a great scholar was a ruler as great as his father and grandfather. Governing with a caring heart, he kept both himself and his citizens engaged in the classical vocational duties. Next to that, he worshipped the supreme lord with great and small sacrifices, with and without animals. Full of faith, Agnihotra, Darsha, Purnamasa, Chaturmasya. Pashu and Somarasa yagnas were performed in part or fully. That, as was prescribed, practically always were conducted by four priests. When the expert priests, with all supplementary rites, were engaged in performing the various sacrifices, he who was constantly thinking of Vasudeva, the supreme lord, and who, in the spirit of the hymns, was freed from lust and anger, recognized. That all the different demigods, the recipients of the results, the ingredients of the offering, and he himself, the sacrificer, were all part of the body of the one original person. He, Vasudeva, was the one enjoyer who, irrespective of the results of the sacrificial ceremony in question, that was performed for the purpose of dharma, was their controller, their doer, and their origin. He was the one responsible for the complete of all the gods. He Bharata, in the perfection of his service, was thus of the purest goodness unto the super soul within the heart of the ethereal body, unto the impersonal spirit of Brahman, and unto Bhagavan, the supreme Lord Vasudeva, the supreme personality whose form is recognized by the Shrivatsa mark on the chest, the Kastuba gem, the flower garland, the disc, the conch shell, the club, and other symbols. Once he. As an indelible image has appeared in the heart of the devotee, he who, on the highest level, is known by his radiating personal form, has the power to increase one's devotion day after day. Thus, for a countless number of millennia, by this exemplary practice, having ascertained the wealth he had received from his forefathers, he, at the right moment for abandoning his earthly duties. Properly divided his kingdom personally among his sons, and then left that ancestral abode behind to go to the meditation resort of Pulaha in Hardwar. It is at that place where even today the supreme Lord Hari, being moved by his paternal affection, shows himself to the devotees residing there in the form they prefer. That meditation resort is on all sides sanctified by the water of the main river, the Chakranadi, the Gandaki. In that river, one finds the round stones with the concentric circles on top and below. 
There, alone in the fields of Pulaha's meditation resort, he, with offerings of roots, bulbs and fruits, combined with water, twigs, tulsi leaves and all kinds of flowers, worshipped the Supreme Lord and was thus, being delivered from all material desires, purified in a steady increase of transcendental tranquillity that brought him satisfaction. By that constant practice of serving the original personality of the Supreme Lord, the laxity of his heart disappeared with the weight of the incessantly increasing attachment to him. By the force of his transcendental bliss, the hairs on his body stood on end with tears blurring his vision that sprang into his eyes because of his intense longing. Thus meditating on the pink lotus feet of the Lord, there was from his Bhakti Yoga an increase spreading everywhere of the highest and deepest spiritual ecstasy in his heart, in which he was immersed as in a lake, and because of which he, despite his intelligence, no longer was capable to keep the performance of the worship of the Lord in mind. Dressed in a deerskin, he, with the mass of his beautiful brown, curly, matted hair being wet because of bathing three times a day, was thus, in his vow to serve the Supreme Lord, of worship for the original personality in the form of his golden appearance as the sun-globe. Therewith, yet sunrise paid homage to him as the sun-god by reciting the following Vedic hymn. Beyond passion, in goodness minding this created universe, there is the self-effulgence that illumines the grace of the Lord fulfilling with sacred knowledge. Time and again entering this world with your radiating sun-globe or as a Vishnu avatar, you supervise the living being hankering after material pleasure. All my respects for him, residing among us who moves all, 